0: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy.
1: the
2: poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out?
0: Because
1: nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right
0: now. What are you into? Talking.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read at PG-13.
2: I'm a bit on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer.
0: Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bed. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Every heart beats true for the red and the blue as we sing a song to you.
2: Redlegs Radio with Ben Hook
0: and Miles Fitzner on SENSA. Keep your eye on the red and the blue. Hi there, Redlegs fans. Welcome to Redlegs Radio. It's thanks to climate, air conditioning and solar and the Telstra shop at Norwood. Well, it has been like a scene from ER. The ambulance was called, a rush to the emergency room. The heart did take some punishment, but the pulse of the Red Legs 2020 remains. A Norwood Premiership that has seemed to require the defibrillator on various periods throughout <laughs> the season, perhaps no more than 20 minutes into the final term at Cooper's on Friday night, has signs of life still. The situation remains critical. The season is not yet out of the intensive care ward, but the doctors are not calling the priest just yet. The equation from here is simple. Win on Saturday and lift to fight one more week. Nothing else will do. Anything else... And the death certificate is signed and the post mortem begins. Miles Fitzner is the voice of Sample Footy here at SEN 1629SA. Where do you think we're going to be at 5 pm on Saturday afternoon?
2: I really like your monologues. They come in from the start. (laughs) I really enjoy them. The the defibrillator's out. Um, I think we're going to be happy. I'm confident. Mm. I am. And it's it's an interesting lead up. We, We could sit here and talk about this all night. But I mean, this game is the biggest game of the year.
0: Let's talk about uh, Friday night. It was a really wonderful game of football, first of all. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. It was tough. It was in the clinches. There was some open bits of play. It was great to see some uh, forwards that perhaps have been a little bit maligned. Uh, do some work, but then Nicky Rocar, the goal at the end. Uh, nerves Ooh, of steel. Clutch. Ice, cold. Running
2: through his veins. Blood running
0: through the veins. It was just uh, sensational. What do you think of the game of footy?
2: Uh, super. Jeez, I brought the heat, Sturt, early. Uh, I was sitting with Zachy Richards and Deck, and um, the boys all turned around, and Matty Panos, and they turned around to me and said, teams are just coming here now to the parade, and they're... Um, and they're bringing the heat. There was a bit like Glenelg, you know, how they sort of started. Really hot, good in the contest. First eight minutes, everyone, you know, when it went quiet around the stadium, I went, oh, no. Yep. Three goals, four. Got let off a little bit. Shentsk was – you very rarely see Shentsk get a hold of. And this young fella – what is it, Ollie Grenville? Grin, mm, mm. Got hold of him early. It's super exciting and then to come back and finish like that. It's not the first time Rokes has kicked a goal to win the game either. Do you see a few of the things on um, – on Twitter, where they, they were, apparently there's a game down. who's playing in the league in Victoria. kicked one in the wet from 45 or eight out after the siren with a howling breeze, rain going sideways. You know, kicked essentially kicking a medicine ball, and he slotted one too to win the game there. So, he's known for it, big rokes, and yeah, it's uh, good to see. Oh, you mentioned the Fords. This is what I want to talk about. I found it very interesting that Sermon and Pinion one goal five between them. Mm. What, what did you think of Luke Sermon up forward? Well, Look, I like how good no, are his Dukes? I didn't mind it. Yeah, but it, it, it's, it. That's where he's got to play, and his Dukes are unbelievable. And when he gets on, I mean, arguably, you saw the reserves grand final when, when he's done it. He, just, he can turn it on. He clunks everything. When he gets in the right headspace and his confidence up, I want to talk a little bit about that later in the Findex financials. Okay. But it, it's a good sign that we can roll aside and have one goal five Yeah, they had 17 touches between the two of them. But if those two get up and kick three or four each, like big, big danger for other teams. Because if Sermon's clunking them like that and then Tommy Pinion can get out on the lead, creates two very, very dangerous options for us forward.
0: Fascinating game. I think it was uh, 58 inside 50s to 33. But, gee, they stuck with us all night. Nick Rokar at about the 22-minute mark kicks the goal that puts us in front. We managed to hang on. We've got some highlights there thanks to the SANFL Digital Pass. Let's take a listen to those now.
1: I love that for my skin files. Uh, I know, that'll be good. sir. And look, I think, and you can help me with this one, Michael, I don't reckon that... ...meters out straight in front of the opposition goal.
0: So I reckon we might just try and uh, see if we can get those back on a little bit later on, but that's thanks to the Sanful Digital Pass. We'll see if we can get... Uh, Probably sounded excellent, didn't they? That was uh, Peter Walsh, of course, uh, alongside Michael Virgin, the boy from uh, Glenelg Footy Club.
2: Yeah, he used the to be ex, player. ex-North Adelaide that's and right. missed a North Grand Final. Yep. See, so this is all my little commentary homework coming out. Missed a North Grand Final and then got one left the north and went year. to the bays and got one the following year. Yeah, so. and interestingly enough,
0: his father, uh, Lee Virgin, was the president of North Adelaide and sadly passed away uh, earlier this year. Yeah, that's so, not good. But Michael Virgin did a wonderful job of special comments and uh, looking forward
2: to seeing him a little bit further well, on. Well, I'm back this week. I'm back. I've got, uh, I've got Sturt North at... Um, at Unley Oval and then I've got the ripper the South North last round and that'll be the that'll be the, the decider game. for the that'll be the game at Flinders University Stadium so looking forward to that.
0: Uh, let's just talk a, a, a little bit about uh Norwood and where they're at. First of all, I want to ask you this question. Do you rate Sturt and I want to ask you on the basis of how they how do they compare Sturt at Norwood versus South at South?
2: Oh. Uh it's well, a different
0: kettle of fish, is it not? We're it, going to have to it, play better. Going
2: down there, we're definitely going to have to play better. Um, I, I mean, going down there, it's an oval. Funnily enough, I can't really talk from experience. I've never been down there. I've never been to the oval. Now, I've watched a lot of, like, lot of games down there, and it is their own, it's their own It's little world from what you see on the TV, and teams do go down there and struggle. Um, but I, I, haven't rated, I haven't rated South all year as high. They've just been hanging in there, and they've kept and been winning a few... They don't really have anything that that really comes across as superstardom. Um, I mean, Broadbent's been solid for them. Um, Haynes has been good, um, but then he was crosses a star. Gone. We know that. It's yeah, a- but I, I, I'm, if we bring our A game um, and play like they did against Glenelg. Um, it, it's a no-brainer. But if they go and play like they did against Centrals, well, then it's season over.
0: Uh, can we just ask about the latter right now? So we've got Eagles and North Adelaide, and they're assured, and I reckon that Glenelg will assure themselves they'll beat Centrals at home this weekend, and that will put them through
2: as well. So yeah, that leaves you, the two. Yeah, but then you've got Glenelg. We've got Sturt last round. Yep. And that's that's a danger game. And but they only th- need one win. Yeah, I, I know. So they get one win to go to 16, don't they? They're on 14 points. Correct. They get one to go to 16. South get one well, South lose this week
0: South have got to, to lose us. them both because their percentage is so
2: strong. Yeah, but they're still 14. So if they lose to us and still with North, they lose and then they go to 16. And then if we beat South and then West, we go to 16. So we could end up with Bays, South and Norwood all on 16 points. And then it becomes percentage. And then it becomes percentage.
0: Which confirm South and Glenelg. Well, well Glenelg, the, the hammering. Got, the, to be fair, Glenelg's got the best draw.
2: But the hammering that Glenelg copped. Um, from the Eagles, does not do them any service on the percentage. No, that's front. true. Uh, At, but I mean, you'd think that we'd, you'd think that we'd be able to get a bit of a percentage booster over West if we needed it. I'd really pile it on. But it's this week for me. But then it'll come down. I, I don't like the fact that North are probably going to rest players in the last week, round. Last week, the last week mm. against South. But beware, be wary of Sturt v the base. Mm. because it the Sturt a, it is it unlikely and, and they've got it and they've got a habit sides. There's always one side that they seem to grow a league when they know they can knock a team out of finals.
0: Okay, is Norwood, if you take that group of three, so you've got the Eagles and the North, North will push them through. Of the other three, is the team you least want to face in a final, Norwood?
2: Uh, I was talking to a couple of players from some other sides about this over the weekend, and nobody wants to play Norwood if they make finals. Yeah. No one wants to play them because it, it, they are a t- really, statistically, we can finish third. Which which is amazing,
0: yeah. But you're relying on a lot of other things. To you happen.
2: are, but but it, it, it's staggering. Can also win both games in 50th. But, but but the two best, probably three now. Of Glenelg at their best, Eagles at their best, um, now and Norwood at their best I still have a bit of a leg on North and South, in my opinion. I think South, um, South are good in I think they play very well. Um, look, Serge is a great coach. Um, but I just don't think they have it right at the top end. Sides play badly and North play well, but North, yeah, they very rarely come out and play unbelievable when another side plays unbelievable and still get the chocolates. They normally lose those.
0: Before we get on to uh, the discussion about the game coming up, ahead of us it's down at Norlunga. Norwood heading down to take on South Adelaide Saturday afternoon. Let's just go to the People's Choice Credit Union People's Choice Award. We have the votes in for the weekend unusual I would have thought because there was a man who I thought was by far and away best on ground and he didn't land too many votes at all uh, there were 74 votes in total Cameron Shenton with 30 of them 21 to Will Abbott uh, 10 to Sam Balderstone Mitch Grigg with one Nick Rokar five Ryan Bastenak six and Ryan Bastenak was best on ground by of the length of the straight. 29, 10
2: tackles, 10 clearances. Unbelievable.
0: Only six votes and one vote to Tom Pinion as well. Uh, Tom Pinion he gets what one vote per goal or something.
2: Yeah, this is the worst week for the I think people have realised that Baldur's has got it done. And this is the this is the worst week for the votes. Like Bastignac, not enough. But Abbott didn't play that well. Abbott she wasn't terrible. but Debbott didn't play as well as the others. Baldur's Stone, I thought, Um, Deserved his. I mean, he killed the hitouts. What do you have? uh, 47 to 29 in the hitouts. We still lost clearances. It was fantastic again, wasn't it? But Shenton, I mean, they got a hold of him early. Big Shentz. You very rarely see him make mistakes. That's, it's the worst week for the People's Choice Votes. If you're out there, you need to step up your game. The People's Choice
0: Credit Union, People's Choice Leaderboard, Sam Balderstone, 281. Will Abbott, 137. Cam Shenton, 113. Mitch Grigg, 101. Zach Richards, I think we're going to hear his name when the teams are announced, thanks to Paradise Motors, very shortly. Paradise Mazda, I beg your pardon. Nick Rokar on 84. Tom Pinion 76. Richard Douglas, 68. Brad McKenzie, 58. And Lewis Johnson fifty seven rounds out the leaderboard thanks to People's Choice Credit Union.
2: Hey, hooky, don't forget you can still join the conversation with us, one three hundred seven three six, seven three six, or send us a text. Do you know why I haven't announced this yet? Why? Because
0: I walked in here, bit of a rush coming straight from work, forgot my run sheet. So I'm gonna have to collect that a quarter time. Look,
2: I'll send it over to you. (laughs) I remember the numbers. O four two seven one five four one double six, isn't it? Oh four two seven one five four one double six is the text line. And if you want to have your say about the Norwood Footy Club, yeah, and because we, last week they were quick to we know, a call, you know, Festa jumped on and had a crack or whatever. But what did you think this week? Send us a text because we want them through. And but if you call. You get the Blades of Barber Lounge voucher and the Sports Power Norwood voucher, yep. so it's pretty simple.
0: One three hundred seven three six seven three six is our phone line. Oh four two seven one five four one double six. Love to know your thoughts on how the legs are going to go against the Panthers on Saturday afternoon. Hey, Down one quick lunga. one.
2: Geez, the first time I've liked the match review panel after. I've oh, yeah, McKen- been potting them all year. Oh, I've been and I did them all see year this. And, Well, at least they were consistent. Brad runs around. I'm not afraid to say it either. Brad gave around. He got deck behind play. Runs around, gives someone a rib tickler, and early guilty plea gets a reprimand. So they're consistently, consistently not giving anyone any match penalties. Which, but I, geez, I had that nervous feeling that they were just going to go, you know what? Oh, it's Brad McKenzie. You can have a week. He yeah. deserved a week. Well, uh, yeah. It's a week. I, it's a, week.
0: I do have I've had a long standing issue with the Sanford Tribune. I do think it is a bit light. I understand and I quite support the fact that they're not finding people this year because the wages are way down and in some cases nothing whatsoever but I think it's incumbent upon Sandful Football to take the responsibility. They run junior competitions. They're the benchmark for community football, and I think you've got to be a little bit stronger. I agree with you. I think we're a little bit lucky this time around, which is probably a bit of payback for some that have gone against us in the past. Well,
2: I just thought that, that that's a week in any kettle of fish, but this year that hasn't been a week, so they had to stick to that. But geez, I got nervous. I thought, oh, no, they're going to make a point here.
0: Right. Let's just talk about a couple of other things. I want to talk about South Adelaide before we go to a break. How do we beat South Adelaide? Do we beat them in a bit of a shootout or do we beat them in a low scoring game like we beat them earlier in the year at Norwood? That was 66 to 70 from memory. They are a side that does play very well. They're a high scoring team and they're not a particularly high scoring team. I take that back. But they do defend extremely well. I think they're number two for scores against. So... What's going to be our way forward? Do we need to try and kick 14 goals or do we try and limit them to 10?
2: I think we've got to try and kick 14. I think the goals have got to come from the midfield. And so we've seen um, just on the weekend, we saw you know, Dougie, Brad, Nunny, um, Balderstone, Rokar and Barry, all 20 plus. You know, none kick one goal, eight tackles, three clearances. Barry and Wilson, good to see them back in form. But we kick them with our forwards contributing Sort of five or six, and then our mids contributing five or six. If our midfielders kick goals, we need to kick fourteen. And I'm happy for the shootout, but the mids have got to be kicking goals.
0: You, you know what I am happy to see? What uh, D Barry and A Wilson Three getting on two. the end of it? Yeah, that is huge for us because it takes so much pressure off Pinion and Sermon. If he's going to be up there as well, suddenly we've got an army of options, and I really like the fact that we do. I think that is uh, I think that's particularly exciting. So. Uh, yeah, I'm very excited about our forward line, and I agree with you. I think we want to be trying to kick. I'd like to see us kick a hundred points. Yeah, it's, and it, I know the the weather could be a, be a little bit difficult; might be a bit wet on Saturday afternoon. But that's going be for, my guys. starting point. Go for a hundred points. Yeah,
2: you have to. And see, I think our back line are a little bit, um, probably a little bit inexperienced. Starting to look a little bit inexperienced. There's a few back there, but a few younger names we'll see in the side when you read it out shortly. But that that's where you need to be piling the goals on if you if you're. Um, if your back line are a bit younger and a little bit inexperienced, you've just got to be putting, like, kicking goals, kicking goals, because you can't win the game defending.
0: All right, well, uh, we're going to catch up with Greg Champion on the other side of the break, and that is coming up very shortly. But first, it is time for the teams. Looking, 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 aren't you? You don't know where the... I, I cut this yesterday or last week, and you ever got it for me?
2: It's still not there. Uh, okay. Oh, I... oh, my
0: goodness. All right, well, you you uh... are. <laughs> Motors.
2: Right, we finally got there. There Thanks to Paradise (laughs) Mazda, it is the team. You were late to rock up. I'm late on the buttons. For the Round
0: 13 clash with uh, South Adelaide down there at Norlunga. From the back line, Fairbrother, Ball and Rokar. Halfbacks. Mitchie Wilkins, Brad McKenzie, Emmanuel Era, centre line, Barry, Basternack, Saywell. I don't mind Saywell. I reckon he's starting to develop into a bit of a player. Don't look at me like that. Half forwards, none pinion, Douglas. Forwards, girl Shenton Sermon. Followers, Balderstone, Greg Abbott. And on the bench, Spence, Richards, A. Wilson, Barnett, Saunders, Bampton and Carroll. So that means our two wins are Richards, Saunders and Barnett. Zach Richards has recovered from his injury. So that is very good news for the team. A little bit of outside run, which will be good on the big
2: ground. It will be good. It, it's what I was talking about. It's like Fairbrother and Cam Ball. Look, I know they're both... I'm really li- really liking what I'm seeing from Fairbrother. You saw him go back with a flight a couple of times um, on Friday night. Looks super, but... Just a little bit of inexperience. Rokar's obviously going to rotate through the midfield sometimes, and then Saywell will play that defensive wing type. That's that's the bit that bothers me. I think um, it's where you're sort of you're filling up, you know, a couple of of spots with injuries. Um, I'd like to see, you know, Richards back there, um, just and, and something like a bit cleaner. Yep. Um, that's where, that's what makes me nervous with South. If we try and chip the ball around, and with people that probably aren't used to the pressures as much. Um, of, of Sample footy and hold, defend, 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 and then slingshot attack, I think that's where we'll get opened up. I reckon they've got to go full guns blazing. They've got to let goals let, let us be scored on, but just kick us, pile them on, kick mm. as many as we can this week. South are the highest kick-to-handball ratio team in the competition,
0: pretty comfortably, by the way. Uh, they just do not handball the ball, so they will look to gain territory off us all the time. So... Uh, yeah, if we're going to play the possession game, then we're going to have to really make it work on that big ground. We're going to head to a break. Greg Champion is going to be catching up with us on the other side. Climate, Air Conditioning and Solar are SA's biggest stake and dealer and proud sponsor of the Redlegs. And the Telstra shop at Norwood have phones to drones, Fitbits to Foxtel. Visit their friendly experts today. You're listening to Redlegs Radio. Every heart
2: beats true for the red and the blue As we sing the song to you
0: Redlegs Radio with Ben Hook and Miles Fitzner on SENSA. Keep your eye on the red and the blue. Yeah, thanks for tuning in to Redlegs Radio. We're doing it courtesy of Climate, Air Conditioning and Solar. They are simply the best in the Telstra shop at Nord. They know everyone is different whatever you need visit today. We are taking on South Adelaide in a do-or-die contest down there at Heckenbotham Oval, Norlunga, 2 o'clock on... Uh, 1.45 it is. I think this game has been... Uh, the time's been changed a little bit. 1.45 on Saturday afternoon. It's so Flinders if you're a Uni- Norwood fan, get down. There's a not Hickenbotham. It's Flinders University Stadium, isn't it? Oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah, Flinders University quite Stadium. i start up with the sponsors. It used to always be Hickenbotham, named after but Alan bit, Hickenbotham.
2: Yeah, no, Flinders University Stadium.
0: Fair enough. Well, I need to upgrade my, uh, my stats. Hey, <laughs> let's stop talking about football and let's start singing some songs. Greg Champion joins us as always. Champs, welcome. Hello, I can hear you, champs, just very vaguely. We need a little bit more in the audio there. You there,
2: champs? Yeah, I'm here.
0: How's now that? All we right? got you. Champs, g'day. How are you going over there?
1: Uh, laughing my head off, mate. Living the dream. Jumping out of my skin with happiness. No, no
0: regional visits yet? There's there's light at the end of the lockdown tunnel.
1: Well, that too, but uh, yes, there is. A, it is. A, it is. A, yeah, it's exciting, but um, look... Yeah, I haven't really struggled with it, but so many have. Uh, so I've been lucky. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, a week or two, look, to be able to, yeah, go back to the recording studio and play tennis. But for other people, the important thing is that so they can you know, get their children back in school and <laughs> really important <laughs> stuff like that.
0: Uh, Chibs, what's uh, what's the emotion over there on the basis that there is going to be no footy finals in Melbourne? I mean, that is just... An institution. It's a part of the town, isn't it? Are
1: are people struggling with that concept, the footy fans? I I suppose uh, that um, with the stage four lockdown, um, it's taken over. So they haven't got time to grieve about uh, no finals in Melbourne. They've they've had, they've got used to it for twelve weeks already, or whatever, or longer. So um, yeah, yeah, it's all overwhelmed by the lockdown. So uh, uh, I guess. I guess footy fans here are happy uh, to get some footy on the TV, uh, you know, uh, rather than nothing. And may I just add that uh, back at the uh, lockdown, when it ends, um, yes, yeah, so somebody did remark that um, um, thousands of Australian parents are about to find out that the teacher wasn't the problem.
2: <laughs> I don't
3: mind that. Yeah,
0: uh, Very good. Now, uh, it, If we go back to Sanford footy for a second, if if it wasn't Port Adelaide, was there a team that you liked Norwood to beat more than
1: anyone else? No, only Port, Port. Port.
0: It was just Port. I love
1: the way you said... Poor Adelaide, too. Poor Adelaide, that's great. Yeah, you so, dro- always drop the T. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you didn't drop the T. You dropped the whole syllables there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just twang, <late. laughs> I I just thought it might have been Sturt. Obviously, we defeated Sturt on Friday. And uh, like, I always well, reckon I'll- Nor would like to beat Sturt more than anyone else if they can't beat Port.
1: Well, that's a very strong point. And Dad was Sturt and my two brothers were Sturt. So uh, Mum and I were Norwood, uh, we were the outcasts. We were the minority. So um, beating Sturt, I didn't get any special joy out of it because, (laughs) yeah, yeah, because uh, half the family was Sturt, yeah.
0: Ross Dillon coming up on the show a little bit later on from your ear, of course, 75 premiership player, so...
1: He was and I do remember him, and of course, I didn't. He had the news agent forever on Norwood Parade.
0: Oh, yeah, Dylan's bookstore on the parade. Yeah, you're right. It, I think it started out as a news agent, became it, a bookstore. It's still an in, in institution
2: of the parade. I bought, days. I just bought Jace Bode's daughter's three year old daughter's birthday present from there. There yeah, you
1: are. on Sunday. Well. Yeah. I'm, I'm old enough to remember that it was uh, – I think he had the news agent for a very long time before it became a bookstore.
0: Mm, that de- definitely did and still going strong. Dylan's bookstore there on the parade. We'll catch up with him uh, after the break. Champs, you got some songs for us? Uh, <laughs> lay it all out, please.
1: Young Ben Hook, uh, he gave us a, a <laughs> rework of the uh, South Adelaide song. Well, it's, I think I re-
0: might have written it as the Glenelg song. Um, That's right. Or, no, no, I did rewire. I can't remember what it did. You just perform it, and then I'll I, I'll try and remember what it was.
1: Yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know if this is South South tune or it isn't, is but it, it is the, t- the Glenelg. Is it the yeah. Carlton song? Well, we changed it now to it's the Glenelg tune. So there right, you right, go. Beautiful.
0: <laughs> go for it.
1: Oh, we're from no longer a howling gale down here at no longer sunny in adelaide but here it's wind and rain wet and wild again a gentle breeze becomes a draft and then a hurricane away from no longer we haven't won the flag since 1964 when we turn up to play, we just get blown away. We're from no longer There's dust in your eyes. Oh, we're from no longer. Hey! Uh, All right, uh, in fine voice tonight. Oh, yes, yeah. that was magnificent. Oh, uh, and about.
0: <laughs> Now, champs, um, I did put one together for you. Luke Sermon, after a lengthy injury stay, made his return to the Norwood Football Club team, can be a dominant forward on his day. He managed 0-4 on the weekend. And so we have collaborated on a little track dedicated to Luke Sermon, the uh, gun forward for the legs.
1: Well, the rumours are that he's um, dodgy with the kick, uh, with the... And, uh, and he fulfilled the prophecy on the weekend, yes? <laughs> exactly. All, right. All this year we've caught the blows. But through the gloom there is a glow. One blog's form is more than fair. When he's lurking in the square. We look deadly, don't you know? When they kick it to Sir Moe, he's always battling injuries, dodgy hemmies, calves and knees. But when Sir on the pie, we become the benchmark. We'll play finals, don't you know, if they get it to Sir Moe. Hail the mighty Luke are mad. If anyone can, Samo can. Overhead, he is magic. But he's such a dodgy (laughs) (laughs) kick. Like you're playing X-Lotto. I ran the kicker to Samo. Hail the mighty Luke's your man. If anyone can, Samo can. Overhead, he is magic. Though he's such a terrible kick, <laughs> like you're playing X Lotto, I win the kick at two sumo. Boy, he
0: will love that.
2: He will absolutely love that.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, brilliant chaps, you're absolutely yeah, was, was, glad, I nearly hit
2: the dump button there for a second. <laughs> Why? Uh, uh, I thought it was uh, such uh, a. So, well, I was like, I was nearly. I well, will put the word in myself.
0: <laughs> uh,
2: uh, Very good.
0: Uh, uh brilliant. Righto. Now, I, I always have a bit of a chuckle to myself, and I know that uh, on your Saturday It Coulda Beans radio show that this is a regular topic of discussion that around about this time of the year, the host broadcasters come up with more and more inane graphics to drive us completely insane. One of my personal favourites, or pet peeves, if you like, is the live mm-hmm. ladder, which I know you've performed before, and I have requested it. See if you can just uh, trot out a couple of bars of that one for us before we go to a break.
1: Well, can I ask you um, do the sand- Sandfall broadcasters uh, uh, stuff around with positional heat maps, et cetera?
2: No. <laughs> no well, not not, not normally,
0: but they do come up with some. I mean, we're talking uh, Channel 7 here. Oh, they do a yeah. wonderful job of the broadcast, but. There are a couple of inane oh, graphics. They, they give stats just for one quarter, and but they don't make any mention on the actual graphic that it's just for the particular But uh, quarter. Uh,
2: Channel 7 do some weird things. Like some of those things, the mega wall, showing supporters in their lounge room cheering. I couldn't care less. Yeah. Show me the football.
0: And, and what about the last 10 goals or the last 10 oh, inside? Oh, oh last terrible. terrible.
1: Last 10 forward 50 <laughs> entries, <laughs> last 10 scoring shots. Give us a break, yeah. just like you should. The, the, heat, you the heat
2: maps are the worst. They're shocking, the heat maps. We don't know. Show us how far they ran, not where they well, ran. Well, it's
1: actually changed
0: now, too, from positional heat maps to possessional the, heat where, maps. Where they
2: used to do it, the worst ones, too. Remember the Mega Walls champs, how they'd do the Mega Wall and they'd show five different things, like the Australian Open Tennis. They love the Mega Wall. Yeah. And no one... Like show one thing or the other. But it no was one cares. all set
0: for digital TV oh. where you could choose
1: which screen angle you wanted to oh, watch. But you can never terrible. actually do that. On no, TV. you
2: can't. It's ridiculous.
1: If you're if you're listening broadcasters, keep it simple. More is not more. More is less. Make it less. Less is more. Just do it like we used to do it. You you have ruined it. Oh, you oh. have. Ru-
2: I'll remember that for my radio broadcast yeah. on the weekend, Jeff, when I go to fill <laughs> some. I'll rather leave it dead air, I reckon.
1: Well, no, it only applies to stupid graphics during the football. <laughs> and you, met, you said it right just there. When the footy's on, don't give us slow mo replays against live action. Do you know That's
0: what I the, the, That little replay in the corner. When you can't actually see what happens, sometimes the play actually gets into the corner no, and but, you can't see what's going but they on. But oh, more yeah.
1: than
2: often or not, they'll actually replay. They want to replay a celebration or something because they think that's more commercially viable, but they won't replay like the, the gun act or the, or the hanger or the big hit. They go and replay a player celebrating or, you know, they mm. find something that's actually not relevant. And that, that's a bit because they think that that's what the public want. Mm. That's a bit I don't like.
0: Champs, like, we could, we could yeah. talk about this all night, but we better get, uh, we better get the traffic out of time.
1: All right, here we go. When are they going to show a live leather, live leather, live (laughs) leather, waiting and hoping for a live leather, live leather, live leather. They've shown the last ten scoring shots, shown some heat maps, thanks a lot. But there's one thing that they forgot. ha 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 I'm being haunted by a live leather, live leather, live leather. I won't be satisfied till I see a live leather, live leather contested ball they showed us that clearance numbers saw that stat. but I won't rest rest until I get a live, ha One more verse. I was just kidding about the live ladder. Letter. Letter. Live ladder, <laughs> live ladder. I've had a gut full of the, <laughs> the live ladder. Letter. Letter. Live ladder, <laughs> live ladder. With so much information, now that's just where our game has gone. So just sit tight till they put on la ha 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 very good ah,
0: chance. Absolutely three votes for you tonight. Love Brilliant that. stuff. Well Own done. Uh, really enjoyed that. We'll uh, catch up with you again next week. OK,
1: thanks, folks. See you soon.
0: Greg Jeff, you're there. Thanks to Climate, Air Conditioning and Solar and the Telstra shop at Norwood. They have phones to drones, Fitbits to Foxtel. Visit their friendly experts today. You're listening to Redlegs Radio. Every true
2: for the red and the blue as we sing a song to
0: you. Redlegs Radio with Ben Hook and Miles Fitzner on SENSA. Keep your eye on the red and Redlegs Radio, this is Ben Hook and I'm joined by the voice of Sanford Footy here at 1629 SENSA, Miles Fitzner. We're doing it thanks to climate, air conditioning and solar. Simply the best of the Telstra shop at Norwood. They know everyone is different. Whatever you need, visit today. It's time to uh, head back in time at the Norwood Football Club to an era where... We won flags, and we had gun footballers coming across the border Gar, Absolute in gun, 1973. This bloke. Clear the forward line because Ross Dillon was there at centre-half forward. Ross Dillon, welcome to
3: Redlegs Radio. Uh, thanks, uh, Ben. Thanks, Miles, for having me. Nice
0: to have you on board. 114 games for Norwood. What did bring you across? I think it was work, but just tell us uh, how it all played out that you came across from the Melbourne Footy Club to the Norwood Football Club.
3: Um, I'd played... Um, Uh, No, getting fit uh, in the early uh, part of 1972, I damaged my Achilles in pre-season training. I missed quite a bit of, or most of, uh, 72. Melbourne were offering contracts. Contracts were just starting. Uh, uh, There were about 15 guys offered contracts and they didn't offer me one, so uh, uh, that uh, piqued me enough to say, uh, that's enough, I'm out of here. Uh, We were in the bottom half of the the ladder at that stage, so... uh, I was a country boy, and I felt uh, that I didn't need to stay in Melbourne. I'd done what I wanted to do. And
0: why not? So
3: it uh, st- started with, uh, 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 there were two clubs in Adelaide, a number of clubs elsewhere, but uh, two clubs in Adelaide. Uh, that was Norwood, who I uh, was contacted by first, and Um uh, uh, And uh, Wally Miller and uh, the, the then chairman, uh, Rex Wilson, uh, convinced me to, to come to Norwood,
2: and I've never regretted it. Well, it didn't take long for a bit of success. I want to talk a little bit, Ross, about the seventy-five grand final. Now, so obviously, well before my time, but was it Butch Phyllis that my uncle Max always tells me that always about the Butch Phyllis seventy-five grand final? Can you tell us a bit about that, or inform me more on that on that battle?
3: Uh, Butch is a mate of mine, so uh, I won't speak uh, ill of him. He was a pretty, uh, a very competitive guy. Um, and Curls had particular instructions to how he to go about the, his uh, game at centre-half-back that day. So what were they? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be remained between Butch and myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the, the, the most fortunate thing was Curls uh, tried a match-winning move by taking uh, from centre-half-back and putting him to into the ruck against our uh, dominant Neil Button. And uh, it helped... Um, yeah, helped swing the game to to us, and it was quite a relief, but, um, you know, to get him uh, get him away. But no, Butch was a good guy, and I, uh, uh, you know, always admiring. Uh, we had a tough game, but, best yeah. and fairest, in, best and fairest in the premiership year of
0: '75. five. You're the leading goal kicker twice in '73 and 1975. Ross, uh, you talk about the opponents that you get along alright with. What about the legs teammates? Do you catch up with a few of those boys? I imagine the stories get bigger and bigger.
3: Oh, yeah, I know where this is coming from or where it's going. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A a good friend of mine, Woody, uh, Roger Woodcock, uh, I've uh, been none of Woody's doing, but I've been bringing this up for the last 45 years. Let's get the
2: story straight, Ross. We need to set it right. We've heard a few different versions.
3: Oh, well, you probably heard Woody's story, and he thinks that's the end of it, but I've been keeping this thing going for 45 years, (laughs) uh, so I'm not going to (laughs) stop. No, we had a day out at... uh, Uh, at uh, Norwood, at the parade, playing uh, North Adelaide. Uh, First year that Bob Hammond was coaching us. Uh, And I don't think Barry was playing this day because he couldn't have been. Because between Woody, um, Phil Carman and I, we had a mere 37 shots at goal between the three of us. Hang on, 37 Uh, shots at goal. Compare that to football today where it might uh, be an aggregate scoring shots of 37. There was three of you who had 37 shots at goal. Correct. Uh, the problem was that I was sitting in the goal square uh, with, a, with a couple of minutes to go, sitting on a, a very credible nine goals eight, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, which Woody has reminded me of quite a few times, uh, and we happened to appear in the goal square, uh, the two of us, you know, in our goal square at the far end, and uh, Woody had the ball in his hands, and uh, he doesn't know what I'm sitting on, but I- I'm calling for the ball. And he's rammed it through. He, you know, he's a very accurate kick from within the goal square. No, no, he, <laughs> no. He uh, he uh, rammed it through. And as we ran back to our positions in the forward line, I think uh, I let him have it. Um, uh, again, uh, anyway. So a couple of minutes later, we're walking off, and he asked me, "What was that all about, Dylan? Why would I handball to you in the goal square?" And I told him. Uh, very quickly that uh, I was in a better position. <laughs> <with them>. <laughs> <laughs> the two of us were in the, in the goal square by ourselves. And
2: Surprised and, uh, you didn't say to you, yeah. Ross, that you'd had eight other opportunities to get the 10 with well, the 9-8. No, no, the, well,
3: the story does
0: well, go on, yeah. Ross, doesn't it, that you have made an application to the history committee to change the records? Uh, well,
3: Woody and Mike Colligan are on the history committee and I've spoken to them <laughs> a number of times about uh, their ability to change that 9 goals 8 to 10 goals 2. Uh, but... Uh, Uh, They're very honest, guys, and uh, so far they've declined. uh, But um, I'll keep working on it. (laughs) Uh, uh, Ross, we had Greg Greg Champion on the show just
0: before, and he he vividly remembers the Ross Dillon News Agency, which I believe has expanded now, of course, into the Dillon Bookstore on on the parade. Just tell us about uh, how you got into business here in South Australia when you moved across.
3: Uh, Well, that happened really when I finished playing uh, and finished as assistant coach at Norwood, uh, when when Hamo was there, Bob Hammond was there. Um, and that was, uh, the, the Norwood News Agency was our first business. Uh, we started in 1978. Uh, but um, no, that's a separate business to the bookshop. Uh, the bookshop is, we we had started 17 businesses over time and uh, the bookshop is the last of them. We built them up and, and uh, sold them on. But the bookshop we've had for 35 years and it's it's a fantastic business and I love
2: I love it. Yeah, it's just like playing footy. Ross, I just want to go back some of the administration. You obviously went through and, and, and in a lot of levels of football, but can you tell us a little bit about um, about the Crows board and the Sandful? I know there was a bit of a story, and <laughs> I'd seen an article one time or two around the place about the Crows board and the Santful, because you were meant to be the next chairman of the Crows, if, correct me if I'm wrong. And, oh, that... and something happened um, with the Sandful on the board. Can you just tell me a bit more about that? Uh,
3: look, uh, I, after um, I finished at Norwood in 1980, I sort of um, we had four children and uh, yeah, numerous businesses, uh, and that took up my life. Um, and uh, Bob Hammond instigated uh, me really getting in '90, start of '98, end of '97 in the Premiership times, uh, going back or getting on the board of the Crows. Um, that lasted about three years and. Uh, Bob announced that he was retiring after 10 years um, and uh, he asked me, would I uh, be interested or would I uh, stand for chairman? Um, uh, I thought, I knew how much time Bob put in uh, into it at the time. Um, but look, politics intervened and honestly, uh, uh, you know, in those days the SNL, SNFL um, appointed the uh, directors of
2: the,
3: of the uh, crows board and mostly Port Adelaide's and look, I, let's say it just didn't work out. So does that um, mean the vote was
2: stacked against you? Uh, I, I didn't say that, did I? No, <laughs> um, I'm trying to read between the lines here.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, well, I I had the uh, the numbers until um, until the SANFL decided to relieve. Uh, David Marshall and uh, and uh, Stephen Young of their, their positions on the board which uh, um, slanted the uh, uh, the vote in a particular way but I, you know, fundamentally I I didn't want to play the politics I was, I'm too uh, working for myself etc, I've been too independent and uh, so I said, look you know, be, I was nominated to be president, uh, to, to be chairman and I said, look I'm actually not a nomination, I'm a resignation so I I uh, stepped away at that time. Um, yeah, I didn't need it.
0: Interestingly um, enough, they're looking for. I a... regret. Yeah. In- inter- well, interestingly enough, Ross, they're looking for a chairman again now. You might. Uh, you don't want to put your hand up now, do you?
3: No, I said to my <laughs> wife would be much better than me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, no, no, that was for, for years gone by. Uh, yeah, but um,
0: Ross. Yeah, uh, the Crow's loss was Kyonga's game. Just tell us a bit about the role you've had at Kyonga, You're the uh, previous captain of the golf club. You've, uh, yeah, yeah. you've you've done a great job down there.
3: Uh, I love that. Uh, I've loved my involvement there. Um, it sort of uh, when you know the children uh, grew up and you know the business has matured, etc. That gave me uh, more time. But I and and golf has been the game that uh, you can still compete at. Uh, ben, I understand you played yesterday and. Uh, you'd like probably to tell us about that round later, but um, uh, the second half of it, Ross. I, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah, I've, I've loved my enjoyment, my involvement in Kigunga. I love the banter. It's worse when you go back to the footy club, uh, but <laughs> uh, yeah. But I, I, I still love the the sporting involvement. Yeah.
0: Ross, just so wonderful to hear your memories of the Norwood Football Club uh, way back in the day, of course, a premiership back in 75. Uh, Great to have you as part of the footy club and, of course, great to have you here on Redlegs Radio. Thanks for joining us.
3: Well, it's been my pleasure. Thanks, fellas. All the best. Thanks, Ross.
0: Ross Dillon there, one of the greats of the football club, of course, the 75 best and fairest in a premiership year. Great to have him on board. We are getting close to the end of the show. Climate, air conditioning and solar RSO's SA's biggest stake and dealer and proud sponsor of the Red Legs, The Telstra shop at Nord phones to drones, Fitbits to Foxtel. Visit their friendly experts today. The Findex Financials. After the break, you're listening to Redlegs Radio. Every beats
2: true for the red and the blue As we sing the song. Redlegs Legs
0: Radio with Ben Hook and Miles Fitzner on S E N S A. Keep your eye on the Red and the
2: blue. For FinDEX Financial Services, now it's time for the Sandful Stock Market. Money, money.
0: The Sandful stock market, thanks to Findex Financials. Here we go once again. Have you got, you reckon you got last week's over there? I should make a bit more of a note of these. I reckon I've made a fair bit more money than you over the course of the
2: 2020. I started pretty hot. Here we go. What are you buying this week? Uh, I'm buying Norwood. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I've written here, buying Norwood, all of it, every single bit of it, I'm buying Norwood. Season on the line. You know, maybe some other things so on the line, careers on the line. Sink or swim for you. This is I'm put everything I own. The absolute, house, the, the car. Whole, I'm ev- look, I'm going no good on that. I going to be a racing expert too. I'm going <laughs> no good on that. So I'm buying absolutely everything Nord, the whole lot. Mrs. Fitzner. And, and on top of it, I'm selling anything I've got in South. They're gone. So, okay. So, yep, I'm turning it over. And I'm holding Sermon. Righto. I'm holding Sermo. No goals for. And if he, cl- he clunks everything, he turns out around this week, kicks 3
0: I'm going to be, I'm buying Anthony Wilson. I just saw some signs. I reckon he might, with the weather warming up, drier decks, a little bit of speed. I reckon Rabsy Wilson might be a what very, are you? very astute purchase. What do you I'm also selling South Adelaide. Oh, yeah, get rid of him. I just reckon I'm very not. I'm not very confident, but I'm, I'm a believer. I'm still a believer that we can get it done on the weekend, so I'm selling South Adelaide. I'm going to hold Glenelg. I think they beat Central. I don't think they win the flag. Glenelg, I think that
2: they're just too inconsistent for what, me to find a
0: way to win. What the if
2: fight. they lose to Centrals this week? What if that happens after the thumping from the Eagles? What if the doggies get old of them?
0: I just reckon Mark Stone won't cop it. I, do, I I do think that there's a bit of a premiership hangover down there, and their form is inconsistent. But I expect them they're lucky
2: that there's home ground. I reckon.
0: I reckon they'll bounce back this weekend. Uh, who are you calling on the weekend, Miles? For sixteen
2: twenty nine, SA Sturt North. Um, on Saturday, uh, I've, at this stage, I've got Chris Gowans at two ten, but it may be Maxi Thring, and then I think, and then I'm going last round. I've got South North at Flinders University. I think Jace Bode's going to jump in for that one. I think, because um, that's going to be the game that decides as to whether or not Norwood play finals in
0: ten seconds or less. What does, what's the one thing Norwood has to get right to beat South on the weekend?
2: They have to kick straight. They've got to kick straight. If mm. they get opportunities, I want them to kick twelve goals four. Yeah, they've got to kick straight. They can't afford to have one goal, five out of the two power forwards.
0: I want to see about 50 running handballs. I want to see blokes running, getting a handball off and running the line and getting the ball down very quickly. We're taking on South Adelaide. It's a do or die clash. It's at Norlunga. And the game is at 1.45 on Saturday afternoon. Get down there, support your team, and we'll see you all.